We are about to open our Bibles and to learn from God's Word. Please turn with me to Hebrews chapter 2. Hebrews chapter 2. If you do not have a Bible, uh, there are a couple of gentlemen here who are ready to put one into your hands. So please hold up your hand if you need one. And if you don't own a Bible, please feel free to take this one with you. Let's pray. God, thank you for grace. Thank you for the gift of salvation. You are the author and perfecter of our faith. Thank you for sending your son as a perfect sacrifice for our sin. We thank you for the many gifts that you give to your children. We know that all good things come down from you, the Father of lights. We praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. We see from Genesis to Revelation that God's desire is to be in fellowship with his people. How can we have fellowship with the living God? It is through his gospel. It is through faith in Jesus Christ as God's perfect sacrifice that we can be reconciled to God. It is only because of Christ's death on the cross and his resurrection that a lost sinner deserving of hell can be reconciled to a holy God. Faith in Jesus allows us to see our sin as being vile and disgusting to God, and it also is faith in Jesus Christ that allows us to see our depravity. In that, we are helpless to save ourselves. When God opens up our eyes to the good news of the gospel, we repent of our sins and we desire the things of God. The wonderful truth of the gospel is that Christians are saved from God's wrath and reconciled to him, not because of anything that they have done, but only because of the finished work of Christ. God has also provided fellowship for believers through communion. It was during the celebration of the Passover, on the eve of his death, that Jesus instituted the Lord's Supper a meal of fellowship with his disciples. Each week at Grace Bible Church, we observe the Lord's Supper. It is an integral part of Christian worship. It causes us to remember our, Christ, our Lord's death and resurrection and to look to his glorious return in the future. By participating in communion... We remember that Christ died for us. We are remembered, or we, rem- we are reminded that we are participating in the benefits of his death. We proclaim that the broken bread symbolizes the breaking of Christ's body, and the juice symbolizes the pouring out of Christ's blood for us. We are also reminded that we are united with other believers because we are one body. 
Our passage today is Hebrews 2, verse 17. Please turn there and read with me. Hebrews 2, verse 17. Therefore, he had, made li- he had to be made like his brethren in all things so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. There are two main thoughts in this passage. First, he had to be made like his brethren in all things. The verb phrase, had to be made, means that it's an obligation an obligation made by God when you and I were chosen before the foundation of the world. Jesus, though God, had to become a man in order to suffer death and serve as our high priest. We need a mediator. And the nature of the work of Jesus came came to accomplish, demanded the incarnation. In view of this work, He had to become like his brethren. As a man, he became like you and I and was subject to the weaknesses and temptations that you and I are, but yet he did not sin so that he could become our merciful and faithful high priest. The second principle thought is this, so that he might become a high priest to make propitiation for the sins of the people. Our high priest... Jesus offered a sacrifice to satisfy God's law when he offered himself for our sins. To make propitiation, as used in this passage, means a sacrifice that turns away the wrath of God. Propitiation means to appease or to satisfy. Propitiation, as used here, is basically of two parts, though. It involves appeasing the wrath of God and then being reconciled to him. Being reconciled to God means that we have favor with him. Jesus took on flesh so that he could become fully man, suffer and die, a perfect sacrifice to appease God's wrath because of our sin and to allow us to find favor with God. Not only took our punishment, but we are now loved by God and have become heirs to his kingdom. We are saved by the love of God. We are sanctified by the love of God. And in his love, we will spend eternity with him in heaven. In this is love. 1 John 4.10 tells us not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. How can this be? We deserve to die as the penalty for our sins. We deserve to bear God's wrath for our sins. We were separated from God because of our sins. We were in bondage to our sin and to the kingdom of Satan. But God, rich in mercy because of his great love, which he loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive 
together with Christ Jesus, our great high priest. Jesus addressed every need we had as sinners through his perfect sacrifice on the cross. How can the benefits of Christ's death and resurrection be yours? Repent and believe. As Romans 10.9 tells us, confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. If you have not repented of your sins and have not proclaimed Jesus as your Lord, then communion is not for you. I want you to know that we are glad that you are here, but communion is a time for believers to celebrate what Jesus has done for them. Please allow the bread and the juice to pass you by. But please consider this. There are many elders and members at Grace Bible Church or even the person who brought you that would pause in this very moment and be happy to pray with you and to talk with you about about how Jesus came to save sinners. Believers, please proclaim, proclaim with me the perfect sacrifice of Jesus as our high priest. Men, come in service. You may take communion on your own when you're ready.